I have found that one of the most difficult times to be act, to actually be mindful, to be able to not get carried away with whatever it is I'm thinking about how I'm feeling, are those times when I find myself what I refer to as being emotionally triggered. And this is, I, I think, is a very broad subject, and I really want to try to just focus on how mindfulness practice and how mindful coping practice can help us to be able to stay in the present moment, to not get carried away, and to really limit how far we are going to go in terms of emotionally reacting when we have these kinds of things happen. And I do want to say most importantly, in my own humble opinion, that there is nothing wrong or bad about finding ourselves being emotionally triggered by something that someone says or something that someone does or some sort of situation that we find ourselves in. However, at the same time, what I do find is that these situations, when they do arise, have the potential to really cause us or cause ourselves a lot of unnecessary suffering if we really don't have any way to bring ourselves back to center, so to speak, if we have no way or no type of practice to lean on to help us not necessarily get completely lost in our thoughts, and especially if we're kind of stuck in the mode of we're kind of locked in the loop of overthinking or even overreacting when these kinds of things happen. I think it's very, and I, and I have clearly been in these situations many times myself. I have had relationships with friends, with family members, and there are situations where no matter how hard I try, and I also would say that the more I try not to be triggered emotionally, the more that I'm really focusing on whatever it is that initially caused me suffering or trauma or difficulty and then I really if I'm if I'm thinking about it a lot then I'm just really kind of living in whatever that trauma was or whatever this uh, you know whatever happened that has basically that memory is staying with me somehow and in this case I really want to limit this to because I really do not have any experience or any expertise in speaking about matters where people have gone through extreme situations in terms of trauma. And so this is really more along the lines of just the everyday, what I call garden variety, emotional triggers that we can can find ourselves being subject to when these things can happen when, when people push our buttons, so to speak, or when there are people who say things a certain way or do things a certain way. And in many cases, where this is something that is repetitive, and we find, and however, it can also this also certainly does happen when we meet someone new when they do something and they have no idea that something is triggering us emotionally. So I really do want to just limit this to kind of everyday life situations because I realize there are certain situations in which people have gone through severe trauma and severe emotional difficulties. And uh, this is way beyond anything in terms of in terms of healing that and and dealing effectively with those things is way beyond the scope of anything that I could speak about here. 
So that's essentially really what uh, what what it is that I am looking at is that if I'm finding myself in situations, and I have had that happen recently, I have someone in my life, and I would imagine that most people have one or more people in their lives, and I certainly have more than one. But I, you know, we all have those people that, for whatever reason, they something that they say or do or some sort of habit that they engage in tends to set us off or push our buttons or causes us in some cases to feel like we are overreacting or we find ourselves really perturbed at what they are doing or saying. We can find ourselves becoming very short of patience. We can find ourselves kind of going over the top in terms of how we react to these things. And I know that different people have different ways of coping with this. And I realize another way of, of, of responding to this is actually not coping with it at all. And I say that almost laughingly, and that's due to a, having a lot of years of experience at not coping with these things and getting really caught up in being angry or sad or frustrated or offended, whatever the case may be, to the point that it ruins my day. I can, you know, I can ruin multiple days. I can, uh, you know, it can range anywhere from just a few minutes to days or even weeks if it's something that really triggers me enough or pushes my buttons enough. So the question really remains what, you know, what, how can one use mindfulness practice and mindful coping practice to deal with the suffering that we end up feeling when we get upset or when we react very uh, significantly or very severely to someone saying or doing something that kind of, you know, quote unquote, rubs us the wrong way or it bothers us or whatever the case may be. And that's really all I think I can speak about because I think that this, you know, is something there again that everyone would have a different way. There are certainly many professional mental health professionals, um, you know, healing professionals that have all kinds of modalities of treatment for these things and helping people to be able to process these things that sometimes what's referred to in these communities as having stuck emotions. And it's very human and it's very normal and it's very natural. I know that I have had some opportunities to work with professionals in, you know, in different areas regarding these things. And it is really a work in progress. I find that no matter what I try to do, there's always going to be some things that trigger me or push my buttons. So if I've embraced the fact that that's the case, I mean, I do want to do the healing work. I do want to do the work to try to deal with those things. But, you know, healing is one of those things that it's not always linear. You know, just one, you know, we can't start and finish something very quickly or process things very quickly. Sometimes, sometimes yes, sometimes no. So I really need to have something else I can lean on while I'm doing the work while I'm, you know, dealing with those energies that move through me that cause me to react in certain ways. So this is really about, you know, something practical that can be used during these times when we're finding ourselves triggered for one reason or another. And uh, it's certainly not a substitute for the long-term healing work that we sometimes find ourselves needing to do, but that's every person really figures that out for themselves. So what really happens, I guess that's probably the most important thing I can say today, 
is that, you know, really slowing things down in our heads can really be one of the most effective ways of being able to cope with how we feel and what we're thinking about what we're feeling when we find ourselves emotionally triggered by someone or something. What is it that we do? So I want to really be able to utilize some sort of meditative practice. It might be deep breathing. It might be walking. It might be constructively removing myself from the situation and engaging in some sort of meditative practice or discipline. But sometimes we don't really have the ability or the luxury or the time to be able to remove ourselves from whatever's happening to us in life. Sometimes we just are in the middle of it. And so what I always talk about is being able to be mindful on our feet while we're in the middle of the storm, while everything is happening. Because at the end of the day, all of us have different responsibilities that we need to discharge or whatever it is that we need to be doing in our lives to keep things moving forward. So if I can stop and basically all I really need to do in the beginning, and it's really the most important step, is to just be aware that I am emotionally triggered, that somehow someone has pushed my buttons or is pushing my buttons, so to speak, and I am beginning to react to it in some way. And it, it, the emotions that I can be t- overtaken by there's a full range of those. It doesn't have to be anger. It doesn't have to be frustration. It could be embarrassment. It could be withdrawing or shrinking from a situation. It could be a, a multitude of ways in which we behave when we are emotionally triggered. But if I can just be aware, and it seems so incredibly simple, but it can be so very difficult in the moment, and that's why it takes practice. That's why mindfulness practice ultimately is something that we have to sustain over a period of time. And it's not about, quote-unquote, getting better or improving ourselves. This isn't about self-improvement. This is really just about changing our consciousness, changing the way that we relate to our minds, to our self-talk, to the different ways in which we think about these things that are happening to us in the moment, in the middle of our lives. And so... When I am angry, I can be so carried away or when I'm sad or embarrassed or wanting to withdraw or when I'm frustrated, you know, the easiest thing for me to do is to get caught up in that negative emotion. And it may happen. I may be responding to someone and I may not even know why I'm responding the way I am because a lot of this, whatever it is that we're holding on to in terms of traumatic or troubling memories, we're not thinking about them always every day. And so what happens is this all happens very quickly. In a lot of cases, completely unbeknownst to us. Suddenly we find ourselves triggered for some reason. Somebody has set us off. Or if it's someone who we have a relationship with that we're interacting with every day, we could find ourselves locked into a vicious cycle of they behave a certain way and then we behave a certain way in response to that. And that's whatever our defense mechanism is. And then they do this and we respond this way. And it just kind of almost takes kind of almost an automatic way of unfolding. And it's very, what's so amazing to me at least is that as human beings, we can react and respond so automatically and so thoughtlessly because of the way that our brains are wired. We just, you know, we have the ability and we're wired to react to things very quickly. And a lot lot of times the ways in which we respond and react can be completely baffling. 
but it's just our brains doing what they do. So it's not, I'm not about judging this or saying that it's wrong or bad. It just is what it is. So if I can just be aware that I am being triggered and the more I've, what I've found is that the more I've practiced mindfulness and the more that I have practiced being mindful when I am emotionally triggered, when someone has set me off uh, or done something that's caused me to react in a very extreme way, then at least I can, if I can just be aware that I am being triggered or that I have been triggered, it's so much easier for easier for me not to get lost in whatever my reaction is. Because if I can just realize that yes, and it's almost like I'm not saying that I would say it to myself, although sometimes I have in my head. And I had a situation happen over the past couple of weeks, someone that's been in my life for a long time. And I have not spent, you know, regularly spent time with them except a few times a year. And I now am in, in a situation where I am spending a lot more time with them. And I'm loving doing that. And I'm very, very happy and very grateful to be doing it. But this is someone who's been in my life a long time. And we, and I admit that I have my part in this. We both have our ways of pushing each other's buttons or being emotionally triggered. And I realized very quickly that sometimes when we're not around people all the time that have been in our lives there can be kind of what I refer to as unfinished business or there's some unresolved issues that maybe if we just see them a few times a year, they don't always come up. But when we live with someone day to day or we're around them regularly, it's very easy for this to happen. And I found myself awakening to the realization that there's been some of this going on. And it's, there's, and it's only because of the fact that we're human beings. And so, you know, there's go, it's going to take work for us to talk about those things, to work through those things, which we have been doing. And I'm definitely very encouraged by the progress that's been made. But in the meantime, I don't want to fall prey to, you know, believing what it is that I'm thinking or how I'm reacting to something that they do that basically sets me off or puts, pushes my buttons. And so I have found myself over the last couple of weeks, becoming aware that I have been triggered in some way. Now these are, again, I want to repeat, this is not, you know, this is not major life trauma. This is just those everyday relationship things that tend to happen with people who we are close with. And in some cases it could even be people that we're not that close with, but that we have daily uh, contact with. It could, you know, a lot of times it's people we work with. A lot of times it's people that we, for one reason or another, uh, interact with regularly. So in this case, I really just want to focus on being aware. And then I know that if I trust in my own inner judgment and in my own inner wisdom, then I will be able to do whatever work needs to be done. I can communicate and say what I need to say to this person. And I can do it constructively. And I can do it lovingly. And I can also be open to acknowledging how I contribute to this situation. And I want to be able to make it right. But I know that I won't be willing to do any of that if I'm busy being the person that's being triggered. And I'm the person that feels like this person is pushing my buttons and irritating me and upsetting me and frustrating me. So with mindfulness practice, to get really to where the rubber meets the road when we're talking about actual practice... What I'm actually talking about here is that when I find myself feeling this way, 
All I really have to do is just be aware that I'm feeling this way. And just by doing that, it doesn't mean that I will immediately begin to not be as defensive or not be as frustrated. But what I will find is that I put myself in a much better position for these extreme or intense emotions to dissipate because they always do. It's the energy that moves through us. And if I can just get out of the way and not add any energy to it by thinking, by believing whatever it is in in which the way I'm reacting to what is happening to me, as long as I'm being a victim, as long as I believe that I'm being persecuted, as long as I believe anything I tell myself about the other person, such as they don't appreciate me, they don't care about me, they uh, all they do is see my faults, all they do is see the negative things about me. It's very normal and natural to feel this way about people when we are when they are pushing our buttons or when they're driving us crazy, so to speak. But what I find is that really the, the practice itself is very simple. I just, if I can get just a little bit of headspace, a little bit of room where I can realize, okay, you know, I'm doing it again. I'm letting them do this to me. And there's the key phrase. I'm letting them do this to me. I don't have to react this way. I don't have to respond this way. It is very, very tempting to do so. And I don't want to beat myself up emotionally when I do, because sometimes I'm just not going to be, you know, at the wheel paying attention, so to speak. I'm going to be somewhere else. And when they do that thing or say that thing that has set me off so many times, I may just continue to keep doing that over and over until I don't anymore. And the only way I'm ever going to be in a position to not do it anymore is to simply utilize mindfulness practice and mindful coping practice because I can if I can if I can just be aware that I am re- reacting this way I can begin to wake up from that trance of being completely set off completely angry frustrated and I don't have to go through that I, and and what's most likely going to happen is if I am not aware that I'm doing this I'm going to lash out at them and it's going to escalate and then they're going to be upset or offended by what I say or do And then I'm going to end up feeling even more triggered when their behavior back towards me happens the same way, unless they are doing the work and unless they are aware of the fact of what's going on. And then they may be able or could be or or would would actually be willing to not not give this conflict any more energy. But if that is not the case, then I'm, I'm very much more likely. And I found myself this week walking around feeling very frustrated and feeling very angry and and my behavior and my demeanor ended up affecting people who had nothing to do with this not in an extreme way not in a hurtful way but I know that it does confuse people when we come into encounters with them and they're wondering what is wrong with us or what has happened and I know after being on the receiving end of this that it always makes me uncomfortable I always think that it's something that it has to do with me. And there again, I realize that's my issue and that's the work that I have to do. But I really don't want to be carrying that stuff around and inflicting that on other people. I really want to be able to cope in a more mindful way. And so what I find is, and the other thing about this too, is that I'm much more likely to avoid the person that's triggering me or upsetting me and not really try to work it out or talk about it if I'm busy being the person that's being triggered and that I've had my buttons pushed and I just am angry or beside myself and so, you know, and so to speak. So I can cope a lot more effectively if I can just be aware that it's happening 
There's nothing I can do. I can't make those feelings go away. So it's really just about sitting with them. It's about really just embracing the fact that this is how I feel right now. I can't change it. All I can do is come back to the present moment and pay attention to the good things that are happening and what is going on around me and what there is to appreciate and not hanging on to and giving energy to these self-defeating thoughts of being triggered and, and what it feels like and how I feel like I have been wronged and how I feel about this other person and how dare they do this to me. And I can really go to a place where I can find more unconditional love. I know I'm not capable of doing that unless I can sit with these feelings and let them go through me and let them dissipate as they always do. And mindfulness practice seems to be the only practice that I've been able to engage in where I can give myself enough headspace to embrace the fact that I am triggered or that I am upset or that I have had my buttons pushed in some way. And that what I really need to do is if I'm aware of that, I really need to take care of myself. And maybe what taking care of myself means is that I need to be very careful about how I respond to this person. I need to be very, very mindful of how I am responding or reacting to anything anyone else says or does because I know that I'm triggered. I know that I'm not in a great place. I'm not in a good place at the moment. And it may take some time for that to dissipate, and I certainly can't rush that process. So mindfulness practice really does give me the ability to be able to have a little bit of flexibility. I can kind of almost, it's almost kind of like quarantining myself, emotionally speaking. I know that I don't want to be around people who I normally... I really don't want to be around anyone if I think that I'm going to be lashing out at anyone. And if I and, and, and there's, it's much easier for me to be aware of what I am capable of if I have my head on straight. And the only way for me to get my head on straight is to be aware of what I'm thinking and how I'm thinking. And whether I'm locked in a trance of thinking and replaying whatever they did or said over and over in my mind, that is probably not the time for me to be around other people until I can get my heart rate down, until my breathing can be evened out, and until I can be willing to interact with people as they are and who they are versus whatever projection I have of them because I feel like someone's ruined my day. Because if they have, I've let them do it. And I know that the only way for me to change that game or change that situation is for me to be more mindful and to pay more attention to what my mind is actually doing in these moments that can sometimes be so overwhelming and so difficult. And I've had those times, and I've certainly felt that this week some, where I have just been, I'm tired of being triggered. I'm tired of watching myself behave this way. And the only way that I can really deal with that is to keep coming back to the present moment and to embrace how it is that I feel, even if I don't like it. And I know that for, you know, really for me and many people that I have worked with, and talked with over the years that mindfulness practice is really one of the most powerful ways to be able to make friends with our minds, even when we don't like what's going on in our minds, that we can actually embrace what it is and how we're thinking and how we're reacting to give ourselves a chance to be a different way. And I know it is possible to come back to the present moment and let go of any of these things that we're believing about what we're th- that, that what we're believing in terms of what we're thinking about how we're feeling, it can sometimes be very complicated, and it certainly is not easy. 
but I know that the quality of my life has certainly been better. And while I do feel like I have wasted some of the time of my life this week being triggered and feeling reactionary and overreacting to things, that I can at least put a limit on it. And maybe if I can continue to be mindful of what I'm thinking and how I'm reacting, I might just be able to more effectively do the healing work that I need to do and have a better relationship with this person and maybe not continue this dance in the future, what they refer to as that dysfunctional dance. I don't have to continue that. I will continue it if I'm not paying attention to what I'm thinking and how I'm reacting. But with mindfulness practice, I can choose something that's much more healthy and much more beneficial.